I'm Mario Munoz reporting for the Rio Grande Guardian International News Service. Investor Jay Brandt Arsenault has high expectations for Brownsville. I would like to be the first finance person to be in Brownsville when this becomes a Silicon Valley of space. We can say, hey, remember, we went there first. On November 8th, Brownsville Mayor Trey Mendez, the executive director of Greater Brownsville Incentives Corporation, Helen Ramirez, and investor Jay Brandt Arsenault made an important announcement about the Brownsville space industry. Good morning, everyone. Thank you for coming this Monday morning. Thank you for the coffee from the CMD team. And we want to welcome uh, 9.8 Capital to the press conference this morning. My name is Felipe Romero. I am the Director of Communications and Marketing for the City of Brownsville. You know, this is an exciting time for Brownsville as we continue to make strides in innovation and technology. The Greater Brownsville Incentives Corporation, together with the City of Brownsville, are excited as we continue to expand Brownsville's new space ecosystem. And with us today, we have uh, Mayor Trey Mendez, Ms. Helen Ramirez, Executive Director of GBIC and Deputy City Manager for the wonderful city of Brownsville, along with Mr. Jay Brandt Arsenault, founder of 9.8 Capital. And with that said, um, our mayor, Trey Mendez, will say a few words. Thank you, Felipe. Welcome, everybody. Good morning. Uh, good morning. Another exciting day in Brownsville, Texas. It's uh, in a series of many exciting days this past year. Um, it's been a series of many exciting days this year, despite what we've been through uh, over the past year and a half. Brownsville has continued to move, and we've continued to move very quickly. And if you haven't been paying attention over the last year plus, uh, we've been really focusing on aerospace and focusing on the space industry, which uh, Morgan Stanley says is going to be a trillion dollar industry by uh, the year 2040. So certainly Brownsville sees an opportunity there with our launch capability. We're, we're one of the few places in the United States that actually has launch capability, uh, but we see an opportunity there for all sorts of other um, companies in the aerospace industry. So Brownsville's been working extremely hard to try and recruit those companies and and today's another day where we get to make an exciting announcement and for me it's uh, something that we've really been working hard uh, over quite some time. Helen's been doing a fantastic job. You're gonna get to meet Brandt here uh, in a little bit and Brandt's been a vital partner for us here at the city of Brownsville not just for his own in, uh, companies and his own interests but also bringing us a lot of leads and a lot of other companies that are interested in, in relocating or coming to Brownsville. So today, uh, we are going to be announcing uh, 9.8 Capital. I'll let Brent talk more about that, but, but it seems like, um, like I said, we have launch capability. We have some other companies that are coming, doing some other things, but the one key component that's really been missing when we talk about assets and we talk about what the city of Brownsville has to offer, uh, it, the missing piece has been capital. And uh, today, we're going to hear why this is so important for us. We have a company that's going to be located in Brownsville that actually fills the capital component of the space industry and the startup in industry in particular. Uh, we also have another company uh, that Brandt's going to talk about called The Hatchery. And I'm particularly excited about The Hatchery because it kind of fits with what we've been doing in Brownsville, which is really trying to foster a startup ecosystem and trying to get companies to start here because we see that if they start here, they stay here. And that's, that's something that we're really excited about. Um, we have other community partners such as Texas Southmost College that we've been talking to that's filling the gap and, and really helping us on the workforce side to make sure that we're ready for the jobs that are coming. 
and I can't say enough good things about our community college and um, excited to hear from a little bit more from Brant. So as mayor, again, just getting a great excitement uh, to be here and to just talk about what's happening in Brownsville and all the things that are coming. Today it's Brant's Day and it's 9.8 Capital and the Hatcheries Day, so. Thank you, Mayor. And now I'd like to introduce Ms. Helen Ramirez, our Executive Director of GBIG. I know we normally do not like Mondays, but when you have good energy and a new company to announce, those are the best Mondays of the week. So I'm very excited. I don't want to say too much because I don't want to ruin it. Or, uh, but I, you know, I want to emphasize that the mission of the City of Brownsville City Commission, they have a strategic vision, and one of their main pillars is economic development. So the mayor's words demonstrate um, that emphasis on um, creating a sustainable economy for our current and future generations. At the Greater Brownsville Incentives Corporation, our mission is also to bring new companies, to grow them, to welcome new, and to create new um, companies um, in Brownsville, Texas. That's the way we're going to diversify our jobs and actually encourage our students to stay here, whether they are coming from or graduate from TSC or University of Texas Rio Grande Valley, that they have the opportunity to stay, to grow there, to create a family, and really to live here and have a wonderful quality of life. 9.8 company capital is not only about jobs, but you're gonna see it's a whole ecosystem of what they're um, creating here in Brownsville. Um, they're really looking at the pathway to success for um, the hatchery or new jobs, and also, you know, what happens, who do they hire? Who do they hire that are local? So you're gonna really see how they, um, how they touch upon different points such as education, business, entrepreneurship, and new space economy. When we grow our local ecosystem and space, that's what we've been doing, um, whether it's supporting SpaceX and, and their growth, which is um, months, it's, it's incredible um, since 2019, what they've grown to date and what they'll be growing with their next launch. Um, from um, them to space ventures, expanding frontiers, space channels, and other supply chain and distribution companies that uh, are working with many of these companies. Our job is to make it easy for them to be here, to create that ecosystem so they can be sustainable and be here a long time, and also to be able to local hire, uh, lo hire local. So I want you to, these companies to stay in Texas, to come to Brownsville, and not really consider Florida or California or Colorado. This is the place to be. Be bold, be Brownsville. Thank you. Thank you, Ms. Ramirez. And now, with, without further ado, we'll introduce our rock star, Jay Brand Arsenault from 9.8 Capital. Welcome, sir. Hi, Brownsville. Um, I was really excited to get here last night. The last time I was here was, I think, 38, 39 degrees Celsius. So I got off the plane last night. It was, I think, 26, and it was so nice. Um, but there's many, many reasons I'm coming to Brownsville. And I'll make that kind of announcement, which, which is just a little further explanation that Mayor Mendez said. But I want to tell you why I got here, how I got here, and why Brownsville is so exciting to me. And I'll try, to, I'll try not to take too long, but the journey is 30 years, um, so hopefully it, I can boil that down to three minutes. 
And that's when I was a kid, I wanted to be an astronaut. And I grew up on the east coast of Canada. My two grandfather were lobster fishermen. I didn't have a lot of support. And, and, and people that understood what I wanted to be, they thought, oh, there's the weird one. He wants to be an astronaut. And eventually I found out, hey, you have to do a PhD or be a fighter pilot to be, be an astronaut. And in Canada, we only have four fighter jets. So that kind of was ruled out. Um, and I said, well, I'll engineer my education to be an astronaut. And I did electrical engineering in the 80s. I did my PhD research in the 90s in neural networks. And at the end of it, I applied to be an astronaut. And I got rejected, like 99.9%. .9%. And I went from Scotland down to London. And that was a period in the 90s that the banks were hiring mathematicians and, and physicists to do electronic trading and calculate risk in a more mathematical way called quants. And I started to get into that business and I loved it, absolutely loved it. Um, and I did 30 years on Wall Street with JP Morgan, or around 27 years. Uh, and it, I became an expert in, in electronic trading and risk and absolutely loved it. And just recently, um, last three or four years, I started realizing a lot of space companies were, were happening. And I was actually out in California, and I thought it was just Elon, Jeff, and Richard. And I found out there was hundreds of space companies. So I reached out to a fellow Canadian, Chris Hadfield, uh, who is one of our celebrated astronauts, and I said, Chris, is it true that there's lots of space companies? He said, there's hundreds. And that very day, I said, I'm gonna get in the space industry. And the advice that came back to me was, hey, we don't want you to build a rocket. You probably can't do it as well as Elon anyway. What we need in the space industry is capital, finance, and business development. A lot of these engineers and scientists don't have the experience. So I was a little disappointed because I wanted to build a rocket or a nuclear reactor, um, but they told me to start building capital products, which uh, kind of sunk in, and my wife said, well, if you can't be Elon, maybe you could be the JP Morgan of space, which I thought I liked the sound of that. Um, and if I can just do a little bit, uh, it would be great. Um, so that set me on a path of designing an ecosystem of finance and capital products to help the space industry. And what happens in emerging markets is the capital markets that su support that emerging market lags behind the market. There's not a lot of capital for new industries that people don't understand. Wall Street doesn't understand it. Big, you know, big alternative uh, investment managers don't understand it. So it takes a little time. So I built this blueprint of, er of supporting companies from early stage to late stage with private equity to public credit from investment capital to working capital. So I have an ecosystem of companies. And then what I did, and this is where Brownsville comes in, I overlaid that product strategy with a geographic strategy. I said, okay, where do we want to be in the world? Because we need to be near our clients, either near our clients or near our, our investors. And if you think about just North America for a second, New York City is great for raising capital. Um, great for, for, for high-end restaurants. Um, but it's not great for deploying capital to space companies. It's just not. Uh, California is pretty good for raising capital and pretty good for, for deploying capital. Um, Texas is very good. We have 70 years of, of space heritage within Texas. It's very good for deploying capital, not bad for raising capital. So we kind of had our North America location strategy uh, kind of baked. And then, I don't know what happened, but I, I, someone told me about Brownsville, and it was a person related to Elon, and he said, Brownsville is going to be important. So I made my first trip probably a year ago, 
and the buzz I felt when I got here. And I'm sitting in a hotel with an electrician from Calgary, Canada, a plumber from Australia, a, 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 I forget what they call them, but the guys that hang off the rope off the side um, from, from, I think, Austria. And the buzz in the hotel was just fantastic. And I felt it, every time I came back, I felt it surging. And it reminded me in the 90s at JP Morgan, I built a piece of software that we sold to a company out in Silicon Valley. And I was um, lucky enough to go visit this company several times. And that was the 90s. And the dot-com bubble was, was starting to churn and excitement. And, and, and there was a company that said, hey, Brian, why don't you stay in the Valley and work here? And I said, no, I got to go back to Wall Street. And I regret that a little bit my whole life. And I feel that about Brownsville. And I don't want to miss that opportunity to be here when Brownsville becomes the Silicon Valley of space. So we chose this as a very, very important part of our ecosystem. And to further that, we think about this is in a global industry, so we think about outside of North America as well. And we think about we have to be in Europe, we have to be in the Middle East, and we have to be in Asia. I think most people know a country in Asia that we need to think about, but we don't want to really talk about it yet because it's too complex. Europe, so we put that on hold. Europe is, uh, from a regulatory framework, from financial regulatory, there's too many different regimes, so that's complicated. The Middle East is very interesting, and I've been to Dubai several times, and I feel a, a similar buzz in Dubai and Saudi, but I can tell you when I, and I was just there last week, when I came back to Brownsville last night, the excitement and the buzz is even more overwhelming than other parts of the world. Um, so that's why I'm here today. and. Uh, um, in finance, I've always felt that you, you can't do everything from New York City or London. You have to be close to your clients. You have to be close to your capital. Um, and I would like to be the first fi finance person um, to be in Brownsville when this becomes a Silicon Valley of space. Like, we can say, hey, remember we went there first. Just like in the 60s and 70s, the Sand Hill Road, you probably know all the different VCs are on the Sand Hill Road in California. We want to be that here in Brownsville. So we're announcing that we're putting um, a portion of our operations here in Brownsville. Um, and one of the companies, so we have, right now we have four companies. One is called 10MK, which is 10 million degrees Kelvin, which is the temperature stars are hatched within the nebula. That's our hatchery that uh, uh, the mayor uh, referred to. So we're gonna hatch brand new companies. Um, uh, the next company is Space Ventures, which is a company that does public uh, raising for companies. The, thir the third company is Gravity, which I'm um, in the process of raising funds for now. Uh, it's targeted to be a $250 million venture fund. Uh, and then the last one is 9.8, which is the quarterback, which I said in Dubai last, last week and no one got it, but you guys do. It's the quarterback kind of managing the group and the relationships. Um, <clears throat> And the last thing we want to do, be, the hatchery is there to kind of spawn innovation and create companies so the rest of the ecosystem can fund them. And then the other part of this is workforce development. Where are the people, where is the skill set coming from? Right, because there's a lack of skill set in this industry. So the first thing we did is we're, 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 we're thinking about, not thinking about, we're going to do it, is a quite a large um, scholarship program where we're going to promote um, on the professional side, a MBA program for a space MBA. 
So we'd like to give it to the University of Texas and the University of Arizona and possibly something in Dubai and create that workforce and focus on equality and diversity, um, trying to get more women into this industry, getting more people of color, pe people of economically disadvantaged, because a lot of MBA programs are quite expensive. And then the trade, the trade um, this is a unique industry that requires just as much trade, like I said, all those wonderful electricians and plumbers, uh, we need all those, that group of people with our engineers and our scientists. So you can see it's a whole ecosystem that is a big flywheel of success. And the group of people that I'm doing it with, all my operating partners, we're not necessarily doing it because we love finance. We're doing it because we feel the value of space is incredible. And that's the biggest question I always get. What's the value of space? And you know, the old question was GPS. It is kind of tiring and boring. But now if you think about what space is doing for us, there is many, many constellations up there looking at Earth, observing Earth, detecting wildfires before they happen, or slightly after they happen so we can get, get them stopped. Detecting oil spills as they happen and avoiding that disaster. Detecting human trafficking in the South Sudan and stopping that from happening. So there's massive value just with looking at Earth. Eventually, we're going to move some of the Earth-hurting industries like power generation into space, manufacturing into space. And one thing I'll you know, remind everybody, you know, just because space is big, we can't start polluting space either. So we need to kind of think about that. So we're very, very excited. Every time I come here, I get excited about the energy uh, and the commitment from the city and the associated um, uh, ecosystem. Um, and we're going to be here a long time. So uh, thanks, um, and uh, hopefully we'll speak to all of you. Stay informed about important economic developments in the Rio Grande Valley with the Rio Grande Guardian International News Service. I'm Mario Munoz reporting.